Good morning and welcome to the Activism Meet Impact podcast. On today's episode of Handful, I'm reading our first article in the June series of Impactful. This is Bitter Chocolate, What's Going On in the Cocoa Industry. Chocolate is a universal treat. It's something that we all love in some form. We use it to celebrate and to commemorate. Chocolate has a rich history. Originating in Central America, it was revered by the Mayans who drank cocoa as a beverage and the Aztecs who used it as currency. Spanish conquistadors and colonizers were quick to bring the the cocoa drink back to Spain, which soon became the leader of the European chocolate industry. As Europe became hooked on colonialism and beverages made from chocolate, cocoa agriculture shifted to European colonies in Africa. It wasn't until the mid-1800s that chocolate was produced and eaten in bar form. England was the epicenter of chocolate production, with names like Cadbury and Nestle. Soon, Hershey's and Mars in the United States entered the lucrative chocolate industry. Chocolate is unique for its rich taste, but also because of how it's made. Cocoa or cacao, the key ingredient in our chocolate, can only be grown in the area 20 degrees north and south of the equator. As a result, cocoa is only grown in a few places, namely Ivory Coast, Ghana, and several other countries in Africa, South Asia, and South America. Over half of the world's cocoa is grown in Ivory Coast and Ghana alone. Your chocolate bar starts as a football-shaped pod on a cacao tree, grown by one of millions of smallholder farmers who own or control the land that they farm, probably in West Africa, where 60% of the world's cocoa is grown. The pods are cut down by hand and must be split open to access the fatty cocoa beans inside. Through a process of drying and fermenting, cocoa beans are prepared for sale into a complex supply chain. Pasteurs, who are cocoa industry middlemen, buy bags of cocoa beans directly from smallholder farmers and then transport these beans to a co-op or trader. The beans are processed into cocoa powder or cocoa butter by one of a few large processing companies, most likely Barry Calibo, Olam, or Cargill. The brands you know and love, like Hershey's and Nestle, produce the final product, which is then sold to retailers. While the process from bean to bar can seem relatively simple, in reality, it's fraught with inequity and exploitation. Of the millions of smallholder farmers who grow and harvest cocoa beans, only 9.4% earn a living income. Poverty is a structural feature of the cocoa supply chain. Simply put, the enormous profits of chocolate companies don't reach those who make your chocolate bar purchase possible. Furthermore, dangerous and exploitative child labor is common in cocoa agriculture. A recent study found that there are 1.56 million child laborers in West Africa, the majority of whom work in dangerous conditions. Allegations of human trafficking and child slavery are common. The poverty and exploitation endemic to cocoa production have driven deforestation and environmental destruction in West Africa. Pushed to produce more cocoa, farmers have entered protected forests. When grown in monoculture, cocoa trees deplete the soil, and decreasing biodiversity is a a major concern. This month, we'll dive further into each of these problems and their proposed solutions. 
Next Monday, we'll start by looking at child labor and cocoa production. Until then, you can listen to our first podcast episode, which is available tomorrow, Wednesday, June 2nd. That's the end of today's handful.